Welcome to Mysteries for Criminians on Crime and Mysteries. And today we have the story of Alexis Sharkey, a crime that is sure to blow your mind. So let me start by saying that this is an ongoing investigation. So let's start from the beginning. Alexis Sharkey grew up in Pennsylvania. And in general, all her friends and family have only spoken good words about her. Some of the things that they said about her was that she was very much loved and that she was addicted to learning. Alexis went on to college and she graduated top of her class. Her plan was when she graduated from college that she was going to go to medical school, but she decided to do what many students do, which is take a year off from school. And what she did was that she moved from Pennsylvania to Texas, specifically Odessa, Texas. And she ended up working at a restaurant there, similar to Hooters. Girls walked around in sports bras, served hot wings, beers, uh, and she actually stated that she really liked it, according to her social media. She made very good friends there. And she had a connection with the clients that went to the bar as well. At the time that she was working there, she was also going through a breakup with an ex-fiance of hers. And a lot of her co-workers did say stories on how they helped her get through the breakup. And this seemed to be a really big deal in her life. Around that same time, she met a client at the restaurant whose name was Tom Sharkey. And a lot of her coworkers recollect how she got along with Tom and how he really brought a smile back to her face after the breakup that she had with her ex-fiance. So all her coworkers were really much on board with the relationship. They definitely gave her the thumbs up to proceed in the relationship with Tom Sharkey. Now, in general, in the media, we don't have a lot of information on Tom Sharkey. The most information that we have is just initially what Alexis had told her friends. And she had told them that she just found him very interesting. He had a job in the oil mining field, which means that he traveled a lot. And that's something that actually interested Alexis. So she thought that she would be able to travel around with him. And because she wanted to be able to travel around with him, she wanted to find a job that allowed her more flexibility than working at a restaurant. And this is where Monet comes into play. So Monet is a multi-level company that sells hair products and beauty products. And Alexis became a very high level executive at this company. And her tasks involved not only selling products, but also recruiting more salespersons to work at this company and work underneath her. Monet also has been involved in some type of scandals regarding being a pyramid scheme company. Uh, just because the more you sell, the more people you have under you, that's how you start escalating in the company. But she actually was very successful at this. Now, me personally, I've never worked at any of these pyramid schemes companies. Um, so I have a hard time understanding exactly how they work. Uh, I would assume 
that it's a lot of work to get people to sign on to sell these products as well with you. But she seems to be doing really well. And she actually started using social media to be able to increase her sales. Started posting videos on Instagram, getting followers, and a lot of her followers also became salespersons underneath her. Interestingly enough, even though she was very successful on social media with over 20,000 followers, she, she actually did not like to be called an influencer. She actually mentioned to her friends so many times that it was very annoying to her to be called an influencer. And she definitely was described as a person that was constantly on her phone posting the sales, posting just information on Monet, her life in general. And this is exactly what made her very popular on social media. So along the time that she's escalating in her career in Monet, in her relationship as well, it was getting better. So in summer of 2019, she became engaged to Tom. And what they did was that they decided to go on vacation and they went to Colorado to celebrate their engagement. And she posted a lot of pictures and also vlogged. And when you see the videos, you actually see that they're very happy. Tom actually looks like a really funny person. And through her blogging, you get a real nice in-depth look at their life together. They seem to be very happy. They seem to be very happy. And I guess that might be the trick with social media. You post what you want people to see. No one ever is really going to post about the bad times that they're having. They only post about the good times. So from the outside, it seems like they have such a great relationship, newly engaged. And by the time they leave Colorado, they're actually married. At this point, Alexis is 26 and Tom is 49 years old. Once they're married, they actually decide to move to Odessa, Texas again. And once Alexis moves back to Texas, she actually joins Bumble for friends where she met Tanya and they became very good friends. Now, during this time, Alexis also joined TikTok during the pandemic. Personally, I'm also new to TikTok right now. And I can tell you that it's definitely high engagement, way more than Instagram, at least for me. So I can see how she also gained in popularity in TikTok as well very quickly, even during the pandemic. And again, she was posting videos about her products, videos about her life. She was making small skits. Some of them were actually really funny. So she definitely has a great sense of humor. Now, at this point, we're around the holiday time. And Alexis had not been back to Pennsylvania since she moved away to Texas initially. And her mother was actually really excited to try to get Alexis to come to visit for Christmas time because she had not come to visit for Texas. So her and her mom, Stacy were making plans. Now, Alexis, interestingly enough, did not have Thanksgiving dinner with Tom. This is definitely a red flag. I think newly married, you would want to have Thanksgiving dinner with your husband. But Alexis did not. She actually went to her friend Tanya's house that night. And Tanya later tells the media that Alexis left the home after Thanksgiving dinner and she was actually picked up by a friend, which she didn't know who it was at that time. And she remembers getting a text message from Alexis later on that night 
where Alexis told Tanya that she was going back to Tanya's house to pick up some things that she left behind. Tanya was actually sleeping, so she didn't see the text, but she did try to reach out to Alexis the next morning and she never got an answer. So now by this time, we're at Black Friday on 2020, and Tanya started noticing that Alexis, who generally posted a lot, had not posted anything all morning. So Tanya definitely thought that that was weird. But eventually at the end of that day, around five o'clock, Alexis did send out a message in a group chat that she had with her friends asking them what their plans were for Saturday and if they wanted to meet up to go to the movies. And that is the last contact that any of her friends had with Tanya. Now let's go back to Tom. So far, we know that Tom did not have Thanksgiving dinner with Alexis. And on Friday, even though Tanya has spoken to Alexis supposedly through text message, Tom was actually at that time also calling another one of Alexis' friends asking for her. Now, this friend was John. And Tom texted John asking if he had seen Alexis and letting him know that that Friday night, she had left the house after an argument and he didn't know where she went. She didn't take her phone and she didn't take her car. John let Tom know that he knew nothing about Alexis, but that he would keep an eye out to see if he heard anything about her. And that was the end of that conversation. So now Saturday, November 28th, in the group chat, they start texting regarding the plans that they had made to go to the movies. Alexis was not texting back. So the friends decided to still go to the movies and they figured that Alexis would eventually read the text messages and show up at the movie theater to meet up with them. While they're all together, they start looking at her social media and now they definitely think it's suspicious. At this point, Alexis has not posted in over 12 hours. After the movies, Tanya decides to go over to Alexis and Tom's house to check on Alexis, but she finds no one in the house. And initially, Tanya does not want to call Alexis' mom, Stacy, to alert her that she feels that something weird is going on. She doesn't want to worry her, but she does call Stacy. And she lets Stacy know that she hasn't seen Alexis since Thanksgiving evening, and she hasn't spoken to her in over 24 hours at this point. Tanya eventually does speak to Tom, and Tom lets her know that he also hasn't seen her since Friday night. So at this point, Stacy and her friends, the mom, they all start posting, even Tom, start posting information on social media, putting up pictures of Alexis, uh, giving a description, letting them know the information that they know so far, and trying to get Alexis to come back home safely. As they're posting on Saturday, they don't know that the Houston Police Department had already located a body alongside the highway on Interstate 10. The body that was found indicated that it was carefully placed with no clothes on and it was not hidden. On Sunday, Tom was called in and he confirmed that it was Alexis. And Tom was the one that later on notified her friends and her mother. On the body, there was no sign of trauma and initially, the police department did not want to say that this was going to be a murder investigation. Although Stacy, Alexis's mom, was convinced that foul play was involved. So once the news goes out regarding Alexis's 
Alexis's body being found, divorce and abuse claims come out. Her friends start talking to the media and letting the media know that Alexis had been telling them stories regarding abuse in the relationship and that she was planning to divorce Tom. Specifically, one friend stated a conversation that she had with Alexis where Alexis said, he strangles me and chokes me out and I black out and wake up on the bathroom floor every single time. Now, Tom does deny these accusations and he says that they had a good relationship. He also claimed that the Alexis that he knows is not the Alexis that all of us know. He says that she was always upset and depressed and that he was the one that was always there holding her and comforting her. Now, there's many different theories on what could have happened. And one of the theories was that Alexis was actually in a relationship already with a Houston DJ that she had met in Cancun on a vacation. And that that night that she left from her friend Tanya's house after Thanksgiving, she was actually meeting up with the DJ. So now he becomes a person that the authorities want to talk to as well. Another claim was that Alexis just went out for a ride because she didn't want to go back home because of the problems that she was having with Tom. They also mentioned that Tom may have known that Alexis was in another relationship. Now, the police are reaching out to the public in order to be able to get more information on anyone that has seen Alexis during those days between Thanksgiving and the Saturday when she was found. And there is talk that there was a salon that provided footage to the authorities, but that footage has not been released. So we have not seen anything on those footages and the authorities have not commented. Now, even though Tom made his own claims on how Alexis was behaving prior to her death and that she was not the person that everyone was claiming her to be, her friends came to her defense and her friends did interviews setting the record straight. And some of the words that they used to describe Alexis were funny, light of the room, and that she brought joy to their lives. Now, at this time, the investigation on Alexis' death is still going on. And on January 19, 2021, the cause of death is finally released as strangulation. During this time, her friends are now doing a GoFundMe account. And what they're trying to do is that they're trying to get funds enough to send her body back home to Pennsylvania to be buried in her hometown. Now, in the medical examiner's office, her husband, Tom, was listed as next of kin. And because of this, Alexis's mom, Stacy, had a conversation with Tom regarding bringing her body back to Pennsylvania. And Tom did say that he was going to sign to release the body to be sent to Pennsylvania. But then he ghosted her. He refused to talk to Stacy after this and did not pick up any of her calls. But he also did not claim Alexis's body at the morgue. And after two weeks, the medical examiner eventually agreed to list her parents as next of kin. And since Tom never claimed the body, he released the body to her parents and they were able to eventually bring her to Pennsylvania. So the investigation is still currently going on. And there's many theories on who could have killed Alexis Sharkey, including Tom Sharkey, 
the DJ she had met in Cancun, and even looking at some of her friends. And all these people, obviously, are still innocent until proven guilty. And the Houston Police Department still has an open line for anyone that has any information on this case. So you can call the Houston Police Department at 713-308-3600. Or you can also call Crime Stoppers at 713-222-8477. Thanks for listening, Crime Minions. And follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Crime and Mysteries. <laughs>